Yo, what's up, everyone? Back for episode number two. Uh, big, big interview ahead of us. Big recap after this weekend. We got a player who uh, did tuck and did mention it on episode one here with us. So uh, get get ready, get excited for this one. All right, guys, welcome to uh, the second installment of After Taps with uh, main host Eric Marshall and uh, co-host Tim Flanagan. All right, let's get right into it. A uh, little recap of the Culver Prep hockey for Shattuck St. Mary's. Uh, what a what a weekend, eh, Tim? I mean, a lot of energy, a lot of uh, anticipation, excitement. I mean, I probably was standing for six straight hours as the U16 battled uh, their game and then Prep had uh, an exciting tilt. Yeah. Uh, Tim, I know you were standing literally right alongside with me, so uh, <laughs> of course. we had a lot of memories there. So uh, you want to go ahead and give the fans a little recap of the 16s game for us? Uh, we'll start with Saturday's games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So unfortunately, I couldn't be there. Had a little baseball game before. Uh, we won't mention the results of that game. The outcome <laughs> was a little unfortunate. But um, so we ended up dropping game one. 5-1, but uh, shout out to A-King Ferda for, A-King. Being, for being the only player on 16s to score. He is a fellow member of Battery C. So, uh, other, uh, you wanted me to jump into su- Sunday's game, or you want me to just... Uh, yeah, go ahead and give him the Sunday's game for U16. Yeah, so Sunday's game, I, it was going around campus, so it was pretty exciting. Uh, it was a 7-5 win, so pretty high scoring. Uh, shout out to uh, the 16s there for pulling that one away. Absolutely. Coming back from a uh, 5-1 deficit with Anson King's late uh, late game goal to put him on the board so it's not a total blowout and then coming turning around and having a 7-5 come from behind to win. It, I believe it was a uh, 4-1 deficit late in the third and they came back and scored, uh, I believe it was five unanswered and then Shattuck scored another one and we just pulled away. So uh, shout out U16. Um, but for the main event, I mean, that was like the undercard, but... Obviously, the prep game for both Shattuck St. Mary's and Culver Prep is a huge deal. So, main card, uh, we started uh, our Saturday night game, or Saturday evening, I should say. It was a 4-15 game start. Uh, we had the color guard come out. Oh, excuse me. We actually had senior, senior night. night. Yeah. Senior night before the color guard. So, uh, Coach Patrick, the uh, program director, and also the Culver head coach went ahead and announced all the players and... Uh, who they are, what their rank was on campus, and where they're going next year. Uh, it was a really good, really fun, cool thing to see with uh, all the boys that were really good, really good friends with, really close, and uh, all the fans had a good time. And then uh, following that, we're, we were really lucky that uh, reg- Regimental Color Sergeant Major Shot brought out the uh, the flags and the colors, and we did a national anthem. Uh, and you could just tell that the environment was unreal. Everybody was buzzing with excitement. You could see that. Shattuck was out there. They were, when you when they Ter- took their helmets off. Terrible uniforms, by the way. Terrible uniforms. <laughs> I don't know if they were terrible. I didn't they they did show up in their uh, their senior night jerseys, so it was kind of like a homage to home. But uh, it was nothing nothing like nothing compares to this game. And uh, being one of the the fan leaders for the Eagles Nest, it was it was quite the environment. So the game pretty much started out as a uh, even tilt. If I recall correctly, we did win the face-off, the opening face-off. And uh, that's always something huge. That brings some energy to the team. And they kind of started playing. It was back and forth. And uh, Shattuck did 
did happen to score the first goal, which was a uh, little blooper of a shot. I mean, tough tough to save. There was bodies in front, and uh, Cole tried hard, but uh, Puck ended up in the back of the net. But uh, that's not uh, anything to worry about because I believe it was probably, what, two shifts later or the next shift? It's about, yeah. Um, Tyler Samadrol came down the left wing and got a pass from Will Marshall and from the knee goes top shelf, right where Grandma keeps the cookies. Absolute nip. And uh, I can tell you, I, th- I thought uh, the roof was going to fall down. I, I did indeed jump in the air and hit the roof tiles with my hand. I was... We were pumped. The, the place erupted with oh, uh, I thought the excitement. boards. I thought the boards were going to come down. Oh, kids, yeah. Kids slapping Daily on the and board. Dice. Yeah. Those oh, guys were yeah. going nuts. It, it was crazy. one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I mean, last year playing the game was a little bit different than watching from the stands where we were to this year and it was unbelievable Tyler Samadrol when he scored I mean place went crazy celebration was unmatched I mean he scored it in, in the other end of the rink and given that there was no fans outside of students and no parents I mean he got to celebrate in front of the entire school so unbelievable feeling for him I, I would have to assume and came all the way down to the nest and got some love for the, from the school and Thanks. I, I want to give a thanks to a, and a shout out to Dylan Elam for taking one of the coolest hockey photos I've ever seen in my life. He yeah. he happened to snap a really nice photo, and uh, along with us here tonight is Tyler Samadrol. I mean, it's just going to be a short little question for him, just given that he he did say he was going to talk on our podcast last episode, and he came out and and did. So, Tyler, uh, question for you: How did it feel? How did it feel, man? <laughs> Um, yeah. It did feel it did feel pretty good. We were, we were down 1-0 early in the game, and on the bench and watching the players score and going straight to our our students was felt a little disrespectful. And I looked at a fellow line mate and I go, "I'm going to go score the shifts. I'm going straight to the studio. That's what we call the fan section." Yeah. And we did indeed. He did give me a pretty good pass on the stick. Just tried to put it on net, and it did end up in the back of the net. So we did make our way to the, the student section, and it was it was a lot of fun, and it was probably one of the best moments I've had here at Culver. That's awesome, man. I mean, we we literally talked about that from this exact moment last year, throughout the rest of the school year, throughout the summer, throughout the beginning of this this school year. Where you told me I'm scoring against Shattuck, and I'm going to go straight to the student section. It's gonna and. You turn dreams to reality, and I, I gotta give you an applause for that. That's unbelievable, man. I'm so proud of you, and I uh, I think the, the entire school was very very surprised with your uh, performance on the weekend, and I my, I myself was uh, pr- pleasantly surprised. I was impressed. <laughs> Loved it. So after after Tyler Samadrol's uh, goal, it was a pretty back and forth tilt. Would you say? I mean, yeah, it was pretty solid. Pucks were going back and forth. Bounces weren't going in either direction. We were just kind of playing a good game we scored the next goal too we were up 2-1 bringing it down to the wire two minutes left in the game and that's when when they struck if you wanna yeah so uh Shattuck pulled their goalie and gave gave him a six on five and the one man advantage and uh I don't remember their names I mean obviously I'm not gonna memorize their roster it had a few really good players I, I gotta give them some credit they uh have some national team development players coming up and they have some Obviously, some Division One commits, but uh, I believe who what who was it? Ar Vega. Ar Vega makes a between the legs drop pass to uh, I don't know 
Some, somebody coming down the right wing, and he ends up putting the puck <laughs> on net and scores, and place went silent and uh, really turned the energy around, but we were all still buzzing with excitement throughout the, the remainder of the minute and a half, or minute minute three seconds, I think it was. Game ended up going to overtime. It was a five-on-five, five and neither team were able to strike on the uh, overtime. Culver did end up going down on the... Uh, on the power or the penalty kill, and Chadwick went up on a power play for uh, too many men on the ice. I, Tim, I think that's kind of unacceptable though in a five-on-five situation to go down with too many men. Call. I mean, it's different if you get like a a tripping play on a, on a stopping a breakaway, but too many men on the ice that's just unacceptable. Oh yeah, I hundred percent agree. It's kind of, I feel like it's a lack of a lapse in focus there, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, you just play three hard periods and. And you're you're battling you're battling against what are they ranked number one right now? Yeah. One or two, yeah. One or two, one one number one, yeah. Number best team in the nation, and I mean, you, it's games on the line right there in OT, and and just a lapse in focus, and I think that mm-hmm. that really just kind of I feel like that that change in momentum just kind of shifted into the the shootout. Yeah. So like I said, nobody was able to capitalize on the on the OT. So game did go to shootout. Shadik, being the away team, got to. Uh, Shoot first, and they they scored a. Uh, very nice goal. It was it was very nice goal actually. Like uh, he made two or three moves, and then shot the puck. And good player makes a good move and scores a good goal. And Culver comes down on on theirs, and Blake Lewis had the first shot of the shootout. Had an unbelievable move, but uh, shout out to Chadwick's goalie. He made he made a nice save. There's nothing we could do about that. Um, Chadwick then returned, came back down, and. Scored their second one and Arvega. Arv- it was Arvega. He uh, he went yeah nice. he buried five hole, and then Spitz uh, was able to tie the game, but uh, unfortunately missed his shot in the uh, he, in the he, shootout. He took the lead for us, oh, two yeah. one, in the game. Oh, we're talking about the shootout. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was he to go back. Uh, Tim did mention Tim Timofey Spitzerov was the uh, player to score. An even strength goal early in the third to put uh, Culver up to one. up to one, yeah. but uh, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit more in depth on that a little bit later in the show because uh, our special guest for tonight actually is going to be Timofey Spitrov, and he's gonna be uh, the yeah the special guest. He's gonna talk about hockey, Culver, and uh, what it's like to be an NHL draft pick. Yep. But uh, finishing off the weekend for Culver Prep, they played a good. Good Sunday game. They end up losing zero, zero one, but they played really well throughout. And uh, to take to take the number one team in the nation to overtime and then to a shootout, and then lose one nothing. I'd say it's pretty unbelievable. I mean, given given their uh, the adversity they had to battle this year, Tim, uh, do you have anything else to say about that? I mean, oh yeah, hundred percent agree. From team quarantines to coming back early on campus, all this stuff. I mean, it really adds on to a team's morale, and sometimes it can get you down. But, I, you know, just proud of our team to be able to overcome all the adversity they faced this year and come together and, and even not being able to go to their own uh, district tournament, mm-hmm. just fighting for an at-large bid. I think that just kind of shows the grit this team has. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we'll, we'll go into more depth about that, too, with uh, team captain Timothy Spitzerov a little bit later tonight. But uh, that was uh, a little recap of the Shattuck night and Shattuck weekend and 
the boys overall played really well. Really proud of the entire program and the entire student as a the student uh, body as a, as a whole. We came out, supported the boys, and uh, you really couldn't ask for more than that. I mean, realistically, Definitely not. No, yeah, no, that's. I mean, we I we packed the nest as best we could with. I mean, with all the restrictions we had of COVID. I, how many people do you think we had? At least two hundred in there. Oh yeah, I At mean we, we we definitely had more than that. Yeah, it had to have been three hundred. Yeah. No, I'd say more? we were we were at fifty percent capacity. Oh, and so four, we were at about four fifty to almost five hundred students. Uh, yeah, in, I mean that's insane. And and then when at, they all get on the boards together, man, I thought we were all falling on the ice after. <laughs> yeah, Tim, I I gotta say when we we kind of all crowded with the last minute, and I mean I know COVID regulations have us masked up and everything but we were linking arms and we were singing singing songs together and like i'm literally getting goosebumps right now sitting here thinking Dude, about let me, it let I mean, me tell you i i lost my voice I, I mean, <laughs> you might be able to hear it a little bit but i was yelling so much mm-hmm. like roll the eagles man like i lost Absolutely. my voice man and i, I mean <clears throat> I, what what a way to end a season i mean with uh like a home a home series against shattuck those are the only home one of the two only home games we got to see all year, and oh, yeah. it really was unreal. I like the atmosphere. Theme was blackout too. Just just a quick mention to that. And the entire Eagles Nest was blacked out, and it was uh, just an awesome sight to see. Oh yeah, and uh, I'm I'm really proud of everybody. So um, that that's all that I got for the Shattuck recap. If yeah, so uh, that's all I really got. So now we're gonna be welcoming up. Uh, well, Tyler, real oh, quick, yeah, do you sorry. have anything you want to say about uh, Shattuck and uh, <laughs> their parents here on Culver's campus for the weekend? Um, not really. It was just it was just good to see all the support from the fans and students, and a lot of the senior parents came up and and stayed out of house and watched the game together as one last time playing here at Culver on Al Clark. It was just it was a sad moment, but it was also pretty special being with. Having the fans for that one last game, one last pack night, taking number one team to a shootout. Sadly, getting the loss, but it was it was a lot of fun, and it is a moment I will um, remember for probably the rest of my life. Yeah, sure. That's unbelievable, man. I mean, I I'm so happy for all you guys. All right, guys, that concludes our uh, Shattuck night review, and now joining us tonight uh, we've got prep hockey captain, tier captain, a uh, an NHL draft pick, and Division one college uh, commit Timofey Spitzerov. Uh, I would go longer on the intro, but I kind of want to hear him do it. He's uh, he's straight from Russia, so he's gonna have an accent. Uh, Timofey, go ahead and take it away. Tell us who right, you are, up, where you're boys? from, and what you've got for us. All right, what's up, boys? What's up, Tim? What's up, Ricky? Happy to be on this podcast. Thanks for coming, man. We Happy really appreciate having you come out. Yeah. Yep, no problem. Um, so just a little bit about myself. I'm from Russia. Um, I came to Culver. Uh, for my ninth grade, so it was four years ago because I'm a senior right now. And um, I don't regret at all coming here, meeting you boys, meeting everyone else, just developing as I am as a student, as a hockey player, playing, continuing my education, playing hockey in D1 at this point, UMass, and uh, then hopefully making it to the professional level with San Jose. Awesome, man. So let's talk about that. Like, uh, Let's let the people know you. So you're a four-year student here at Culver. Two years of U16, two years of prep, that's right? Yep. So you're a two-year prep guy, two-year captain also. Um, tell us a little bit about that. How How is it leading that group? I mean, being a junior, being a captain, and then 
moving into this year, new coach, new program director, and everything, and kind of leading the boys through a, a good season overall. Let me let me know a little bit about that. Well, uh, uh, last year I was not expecting being a captain at all as a mm-hmm. junior. It was a little bit weird last year because a bunch of seniors were there, and I like I was kind of feel a little bit out of the out of the box. So I wasn't I didn't know like what I can do and how to lead them. And mostly what I'm trying to lead with is uh, my action on the ice and, like, just keep the guys going mm-hmm. with, like, I don't know, me making good play or, like, scoring a goal or, like, blocking shots sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I would have to say, I know everybody agrees that uh, it's kind of shown given that uh, you recently committed to UMass Amherst. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, especially coming off of a uh, – a national championship win this weekend that's that's gotta be a pretty cool program to go into i know they're kind of in a rebuild is that right do you no, know uh, they're, i don't know if they're really in the rebuild um they have a really good core and really strong core like i know uh, they started off really good like their program with their head coach uh coach carville and kale mccarr just bring them up to the to the to the top, mm-hmm. like when they when when they lost in the finals to Duluth, and it's when I saw them for the first time, and I kind of liked them, mm-hmm. and I always like, wow, it's a great team. And after that, they've been just consistent, and this year they just showed that they're able to do what what they were building for. Yeah, so kind uh, of kind of build off like college a little bit. I know you're definitely excited. I mean, to get there, we were talking a little about about that earlier, but our juniors juniors are in the in the plan right now or are you thinking going straight to college from there um i always wanted to go straight to college but right now i'm just waiting what you umass wants to do and as soon as i hear what they want to do i'm going to decide and like and pray probably go juniors Mm -hmm. if they want to go juniors then go juniors or if it's college then college so i'm just Mm -hmm. gonna i'm just waiting what they're gonna tell me yeah so if it is if it is a junior route that you end up taking uh i know recently you've played a few games with uh the muskegon lumberjacks in the ushl would would you continue there, or you have some other plans? Maybe go to Canada and play, or you want to stay local in the U.S. Or um, I'm still keeping my options, uh, my options open. Mm-hmm. I'm not closed down on USHL or Mus- uh, and Muskegon. Uh, whatever I will see, any path will open for me, I will look at it, and then I'll decide which one is the best for me. Awesome, man. So I mean, that's that's kind of like your your current hockey situation. Uh, obviously, you've played Culver Prep and. You want to go to the USHL and then straight to college, but that's not even the biggest news. I mean, being uh, this year's Culver student uh, who was drafted in the NHL, man. I mean, I I don't know really how to put that into words. I I don't know if you do, but if you'd like to give it a shot, we'd like to hear your your thoughts on that. Uh, That's a really hard question for me. Everyone Mm -hmm. who asked me, like, if I, like, talk to someone, they ask me, like, how is it being like? I just, like, I can't tell. It's just, it's incredible. Like, it's literally childhood dream come true, and it's just, I don't know what to explain. I know you, Ricky, like, you you made it to West Point. Like, mm-hmm. what was that feeling like? I don't know if you can explain it to everyone, like, how is it for you? Because personally, for you, it's completely different than, for example, for me. Right, going right. To, going and being accepted to West Point. Yeah. Like, for me, it's what I worked for, and, like, that satisfaction of getting, finally getting it, is just, it's... I can't put it in words. Like, as you mm-hmm. said, like, it's, it's really hard and it's incredible. And, like, I completely understand it's not just me. It's so uh, everyone else helped me out. It's just, I don't know, you boys helped me out, my parents, my coaches, everyone who I met along the way. They all helped me out and it's their success at the same time. Yeah, I remember that draft night. The Bears were, the bears were <laughs> buzzing. I, I know 
like days leading up to the draft, we were talking about, hey, Spitzy's kind of being looked at it being a prospect. He might go late. He might might slide, but we'll see what happens. And I remember seeing, I, I think I saw a repost from the Sharks somewhere. I can't remember who reposted it, and I saw it, and I was I like just kind of froze for a second. I'm like, wow, that's like, he lives down the hall from me. Like, it's crazy to see yeah. a guy mm-hmm. like that I know so well and that I've, I've lived with, like, make it to that, that the biggest stage in yeah. the world like that's yeah that's crazy unbelievable that. like i like i want to just follow up with what you said simply dreams to reality yeah. yeah i mean everybody talks about it but uh so few actually do it and the fact that uh you did it is unbelievable I it mean, is not it's... many people can say that so yeah. i'm definitely proud of you i know everybody in this room is proud of you and everybody on the team is proud of you you're uh you're definitely an inspiration to a lot of guys thank um, you um you talked, or Tim talked about that draft night. Um, so I was, when you were drafted, I was still playing. And uh, I, I still remember that practice, man. We were in the middle of a drill. We were all down on, separated half and half. And Garrett come, Garrett Littleton, who's actually sitting in tonight, uh, listening to the podcast, he came running down the back hallway by the, by the benches. And he's like, Spitz, Spitz, Spitz. And we're all like, what's going on? He's, and he goes, you were drafted, and that the whole place just went nuts. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps thinking yeah, about that same, night. Same. And uh, for the next five minutes, I think we spent just huddle up on you. I mean, yeah. and we were just because, like you said, it, it's not just you. I mean, the whole program was pushing for it. So yeah, we all had a really just an unbelievable time. That that rest of that practice was fun, and going Absolutely. into the, going into the party that night. Going into the kind of a party. Yeah. Kind of a party. Yeah. The most, like, the most you can party at Culver. <laughs> like you talk about that night. It's unbelievable for you guys, but like for me, it's even more unbelievable. Like, yeah. Yeah. When the Garrett run, ran to me, like ran to the bench and just started yelling my name. I'm just like, what is going on? I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. I'm so dialed in into practice because like, got to practice, got to mm-hmm. get a little bit better Team every leader. day. <laughs> and then Garrett just yells out my name. Just like, yo, spit, spit, spit. And after that, he says, you just got drafted it. Everything just faded for me. I just like, what? I, I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, it must have taken a second I, to say I, did, oh, yeah, I, I did not hear what team he said. I got drafted. <laughs> I did not hear what team he said. And then I just see Samuel and Danny just jumping on me. Like two mm-hmm. biggest guys on the team just literally folded me right away. <laughs> and then everyone started jumping on me. And I like, every time, I, while I was down there, I was like, no way. I, I was like, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. That's and then I, like, I had to come up to Gary. I was like, what team though? What team though? <laughs> He's like San Jose. I'm like, oh no, no freaking way! Like San Jose. Yeah. And then after practice, like, I went in the locker room. Everything's hype. I opened my phone, kind of notifications on every freaking app, a possible Instagram, Snapchat, <laughs> and like just on Twitter and all of that. And I had I had to call my parents right away. I just let I gotta let them know. Yeah. And the thing is, the practice was what 7 p.m. 8 yeah, p.m. It was, it was almost late, late it was skate. almost it was late skate. So for my parents, it was I think. 3 a.m., 2 a.m. ish. So I called them and I woke them up. My mom was like, "What's going on? Is everything okay?" And I'm like, "I'm, I'm not even kidding. I'm, I'm bawling my eyes out." And I'm just like, "Mom, I just got drafted." It. And yeah. she's like, and she literally stood up from her bed and just like, "No way!" And like, she woke up my dad and all that. And I was like, they were all happy. And then just like, it was like a five minute call. I just like told them, just wanted to let you know, you guys go to sleep. I don't know if they were able to sleep after <laughs> that because they were happy. Probably for me too. not. Probably man. not. I mean, I mean. Yeah, like, I don't even. I don't know how you went to sleep that night. Like, oh, I I did not fall asleep for another yeah. probably for another hour and a half. Just I was just sitting there, just like thinking about, oh my god, I like mm-hmm. I made it, but like at the same time, I knew like it's just the beginning. Yeah, it's just yeah. like this yeah. step forward. It yeah. was just just talking, a little step. Talking about the beginning, like, can you kind of tell us like 
how you, how you got into hockey. I mean, I know that like, that's just like a big thing in Russia. Like, yeah. But like, how how did you start and where did you start? So, uh, none of my uh, my dad never played hockey. My mom never played hockey, but her father, which is my grandfather, mm-hmm. uh, was playing hockey. He played hockey and soccer in Russia. It's like ho- hockey over winter, over summer you play soccer. So mm-hmm. he was a big hockey guy at the same time, and he had a a son, which is my mom's brother, and he. Um, he quit when he was 18. So when I was born, my grandpa asked my mom, just like, can we try him on hockey? So I was like three and a half years old. We put him in the ice, obviously crying, don't want to do it. But then over time, it all helped out. I started I started practicing with O1s. I'm an O2 in Russia, like you're starting with by age, like mm-hmm. O1s, O2s. And I started with like older kids, O1s. But then I jumped back to O2s. And then just after that, it went all up just played moved to St. Petersburg played there for a little bit then I saw a problem of like school and hockey couldn't do it at the same time in Russia so I my parents trying to like we got to figure out something and one of the path that we found is America mm-hmm. and like one of the coaches helped me out and he told me about Culver he told me about Shattuck and he told me about Notre Dame Hounds in Canada mm-hmm. Saskatoon or whatever you, you yeah, call yeah. that yeah so I visited all the schools I chose Culver and like that's how I got into hockey unfortunately my grandfather passed away last last year in the I'm fall, sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's sorry. okay, but that's how I got into hockey. Just because my my grandpa wanted someone, and then it all went up. Mm-hmm. And I, I was doing well, and my parents were like, "All right, sure, we'll do it." So that's how. Well, that's we know happened. we know you're making them proud. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I mean, day sure. in day yeah, out, you work hard. So hope I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's definitely looking looking down. He's proud of you. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. So Spitz, I mean, we'll we'll kind of bring it back to a, an exciting note here. So that that very next weekend. When after you're drafted, we had a weekend leave, and yeah. uh, me, you, Samo, Blake, Watts, and uh, Gabe all went to my house in yeah. town, and I go, dude, I think I've got a, a Sharks jersey down in my basement. Oh yeah, and uh, we went down there, and I pulled it out, and by the hockey guys themselves, that jersey had number thirteen on it. Oh god, what was it like putting it on for the first time? I mean, obviously, it's not a real. Like twenty twenty one yeah. draft jersey, but yeah. just being a, a game used Sharks jersey with number thirteen on it, that must have felt good. Tell me that about that, that definitely did felt good. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it kind of reminded me I'm not there yet. It's not my jersey yet. Uh-huh. It, it has the, my favorite number. It has the team that drafted me, but I'm still not there. Like I gotta work my way up there. It's like it just was as I said, it's just a small step forward. But like putting that on was like wow. Like someday. It will be actually mine, like hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, it's what I'm working for right now. Gotta be hopeful. Big big Chell enthusiast here, and I <laughs> say when when you make it there, I, I'll be rocking. If whether it's still a Sharks or if something else happens, I'm telling you, like soon as soon as that game comes out, as soon as we're on it, I'm rocking with that team. I'll, I'll play. I'm I change the lines. Sounds I'll get to you me, on man. There. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be I rocking. Every, yeah. I mean, here at Culver, everybody we we have chill tournaments, and everybody's yeah. rocking the newest uh, NHL game on. Usually Xbox. I mean, some people play PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, that's for PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter what you play on PlayStation. Yeah. Everybody, everybody plays on the weekend, so I can only imagine what it would be like. Uh, in 2024 2025 when you graduate and move on to the show i mean people yeah. will, will definitely know especially the battery c guys will be yeah repping, oh, repping yeah. your game there's so. definitely be the legend of spitzy yeah. <laughs> not, i'm telling you man like just like guys telling story like our freshmen now being like 
when they're seniors telling the, the new kid, I'd say, yeah, yeah. when, you know, when he was, when I was a freshman here, yeah, he was a senior, one of the coolest guys, like, absolutely disgusting at mm-hmm. hockey, like, fun to watch, like, all this stuff, like, I, it's going to be passed down, I mean, I'm telling, like, everyone's going to be pumped to see you make yeah. it. Yeah, hope Sp- so. Spitz, I, I want to not only talk about hockey, though, yeah. uh, you being a Culver student kind of means a lot, I mean... Yeah, we we have a good education. We've got a military slash leadership system here. Yeah. How how does that compare to some of like the Russian schooling? I mean, I know Russia is pretty strict, and uh, it's got to be fairly similar, I would think. I mean, if you can um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah, um, you would think it's similar. Mm-hmm. I would say it's completely not. Depends on what school you go. So, for example, in Russia, you just go to school, and the thing is, you are with the same people in the same class not the same classroom but just the same class same yeah, group of right. people that stayed together from first grade till 11th grade that's how it is and then you go on on whatever you do so they're like obviously normal education like just an average one you can go to private schools like like Culver for example mm-hmm. and yeah their their education is a little bit better but all like military stuff um, mostly happens after ninth grade so it's where it is. There's a special academy. It's like there's academy in St. Petersburg. There's an academy in uh, in Russia. I mean, in Moscow. And then, um, for example, my dad, when he finished the school, when he finished high school, he went to, is it called, like a missile academy, a Russian mm-hmm. missile academy. It's really similar to West Point, but missile academy, which like, works with rockets and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, he's just that type of guy. So it's a little bit different, but pretty similar. And... Um, Coming here is completely different. Meeting new people for me is just, first of all, English-wise, it's all just different. Mm-hmm. Different culture. I had to learn that culture in a year. I had my boys, Blake Lewis, Spencer Watson, and Andrew Raymond, the first, like, three guys that were uh, my friends that I became friends with, really close friends, all be- all because of hockey. Because, like, that's why athletics here help bring out friends here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, it was a really big thing for me, finding friends. Because, like, first week and a half, I'm not going to lie, I was just sitting in my room every night. Yeah. I would just sit in my room. I don't know what to do. I'm a new kid. And because I'm an international student, I had to come early mm-hmm. because we did orientation. So we do orientation to like 2, 2 till 3 p.m. And then I would, I would come back to my room, go to dinner at like 5, 6, come back to my room. That's done. Yeah. Then everyone else come back. Uh, all the students came in. We had our first night. I'm not going to say what we did that first night. <laughs> so uh, that happened. And then um, a couple of days after, uh, I had my hockey bag outside because we couldn't put it in the, in, the, in the locker room yet. So, and a bunch of guys who had their hockey bags outside, they just come into my room. I'm sitting like, as they tell me, for them, for them it was scary. Some Russian kid from Russia, <laughs> just out of nowhere, barely speaks English because mm-hmm. my English was horrible freshman year. I don't know. Not None of the boys here in this room right now, they, they, they're they're not four-year seniors or freshman sophomores they <laughs> know me for like a year like my freshman year oh god i was they just barely talked and then mm. i'm sitting on the desk just on my phone i don't know what to do and then andrew raymond walks in and as they told me they were like a, they were behind the door and they were like should we like ask that kid he's like from russia like what the heck <laughs> are you gonna do what are you gonna tell him so they're like walking in my room just like you want to go shoot pucks and i'm like and like I got excited I'm like shoot pucks like really but like it was really like a Russian accent I'm like shoot pucks on ice 
and they're like, no, 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 not a nice. Uh, just like in the in the spot where we just take shots on the mm-hmm. net. And I was like, all right, let's go. After that, just the boys forever, for life. Like Blake and Spencer are still here. Andrew graduated last year, like missed that kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like friends you forever. You with him, right? I roomed yeah. with him for two years yeah. after that. Like loved that kid and just, I, I will, I'll remember him forever. So just, they, they're the one who taught me all the culture, all the music, mm-hmm, all the yeah. stuff, all the slang, because like with slang was really hard, especially with hockey slang was really hard. Yeah. And then uh, if we're going not a hockey way, then school-wise, I really appreciated how teachers treated me here freshman year, and they would just help me out a lot, like a lot. And like the coaches that we had on our team, U16 first year, uh, Stu Wilson and Nathan Phillips, two young guys, I mean young, like late 20s. Yeah mid 20s they were they would help me out all the time if i needed anything so just like the community that here just helping out each other building uh, having and finding new friends is just what helped me out a lot here yeah that's awesome i mean having the guys that you live with and the guys in the building um kind of help build you up and then also getting to transfer that to the rink and then back and forth and also into school is just it's an unbelievable sur- like setting to be around. I know it j- is. it's only been my second year here, but I feel like I've known you my whole life. Yeah. And it's like living living with guys. I know most people don't get to experience the boarding school life. So, I mean, co- probably for you coming from Russia, it was definitely new, like you said. And Absolutely. I, I'm, I mean, I hope you wouldn't want to trade it for anything. I mean, Not at all. There's yeah. no regrets at all coming to this school for me. Like, not at all. I'm so happy that I came here. Yes, this school sometimes annoying. <laughs> yes, sometimes it is annoying. Sometimes it is annoying yeah. in, in every aspect: school, right. sports, uh, military. And that's just how life is. So yeah, it will just, just it will just gonna happen. You just gotta get over it. <laughs> you just gotta get over it, and then just just know it will help you out in the future. Now, Spitz, um, kind of circling back here, just because I, I mean it didn't just cross my mind, but I've been thinking about it. Shattuck weekend. Yeah. We just finished it. Not only did uh, Samo tuck, but you had the go-ahead goal to put the team up to on top 2-1. to one. Yeah. Tell me about it. Ah, uh, I mean, that goal was... Uh, I, I missed... I, I had a pass and I, on my back end and I missed it. And I was so mad because I would, I would have a breakaway. Mm-hmm. Was, it, then, was it that 2-on-1 that started, that broke out? Is that what you're talking about? or? I don't know what happened, but... Um, I know Troy pa- passed me the puck and oh, I and I that, and I, yeah. I was catching on the back end. The back end, like, it's it's a skill to have to catch mm-hmm. on the back end. And mm-hmm. Troy's passes, like, they're hard, they're good yeah. most of the time. Love but, Troy. Yeah, we love, we love Troy. <laughs> but his passes, like, they're hard and they're good. They always will get will get to the blue line. They will get all the time and like catching it, it it's pretty hard. And I I don't blame him for that. Mm-hmm. It, it's my problem not being able to catch it. And I remember I did not catch it. And I'm like. Ah, dang it! I didn't mm-hmm. catch it, but then it goes in the corner. I just throw the puck on that. Then uh, Paget gets a rebound, misses in that, and then I just stole the puck from a defenseman, and the goalie was absolutely lost. And I see, <laughs> and I see that he's on the one side of the net, mm-hmm. and I'm coming up from the other side, and I'm like, here it is. Yeah. The the wraparound goal. I just wrap it, put it in, and just like wow, I just scored it. Could have been a game winning goal, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I like. I did what I had to. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, so that feeling of going through the line and celebrating it and looking at the stands, it was like, wow, oh, 
Holy. I mean, your celebration, so you're, you had so much speed coming out of that goal. I mean, you went straight to the bench. So Oh, yeah. I mean, it must have felt good to get in the love from the boys right on the bench. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then uh, skating through and seeing the student section. I know I mean, I know myself and Tim we were standing next to each other. We were, we were going crazy. absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So. Uh, we were, I mean, not just uh, the entire crowd. Yeah. Like, holy we're up we're up two one on, on Shattuck, two minutes left. Like Yeah. It was five minutes left. Oh five oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry, my bad. I, I, just... I didn't go right to the stands like Samadrill did. Sam wanted Sam wanted to be flashy with David. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just Sam, it's who he is. He didn't yeah. tell us we'll he didn't talk. He had we'll to prove him. he had to prove himself. Yeah. <laughs> but scoring that goal was amazing and I was like I thought just like the thought on my mind just like God, we we will finally get them. Like mm-hmm. holy Four years here, struggling, not being able to beat them, tying them, what, three times right now? I mean, yeah, lost in the shootouts. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah. And when they scored, we were like, ah. And we're like, dang it. Yeah. But, like, didn't give up still. Like, we didn't lose an Obviously OT not, at right, all. Right. I mean, didn't you guys killed team. a big penalty. Yeah, huge big penalty. Yeah, huge penalty yeah. kill. Huge soaks from a bunch of kids. Spencer, uh-huh. Bob, like, all of them just soaked it. Like, every time, like, everyone sacrificed themselves. Yeah, I mean that's like, you couldn't really ask for more than that. And then shootouts is just yeah, it's shootouts are the shootouts. It's, it's yeah, like a lottery. It's like what, what, what was your thought going into the shootout? I mean, you had the second shot. I mean, you, from what I remember, you usually have the third shot, right? I mean, it usually goes. Um, I think because uh, they scored two goals right away. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Coaches just wanted to put me out so we can stay alive. Mm-hmm. And I was just going out there and just like, all right, if I score, we stay alive. If I'm not. Then we lose. Did my best. Unfortunately, didn't score. Mm-hmm. I I don't even remember was it the post or a crossbar. I don't really care. It was all I know was like I didn't score and unfortunately we lost. Mm-hmm. But like I think the whole team like played well. Like we played incredible. Like we never the whole year we did not play like that. <laughs> and like it's it's just a, it's not a sad truth but it's truth that every time we play in front of the students against Shattuck at home, we're gonna put hundred fifty percent. Like yeah. it's just yeah. oh yeah it's just gonna happen like you can do whatever to us if we gonna play I don't know Madison Capitals at home in front of students we're not gonna play the same as we play against Shattuck because Shattuck is our rivaler and we just we're gonna put everything we can and that was like incredible we still put up so much effort in that and yes we tied them with number one team in the nation didn't win yes that's sad it was kind of sad like we were mm-hmm. really close it's like the saddest thing is that we just were close yeah I mean I, I I, we all obviously give it to you you guys took the number one team in the nation probably deeper than any team had the rest the entire their entire season oh, yeah the I mean you guys had you had their best players on lock and uh, you guys kept kept performing the entire game I mean yeah it was unbelievable to watch you guys and like you being the team captain, the way you, the way you led those guys into battle was was unbelievable to watch. You you took a group of guys who had been playing, some guys have been playing longer together, and yeah, took them th- four periods deep in a game yeah. and taking them to shootout. I mean, unbelievable. That's I, that's pretty much the only I thing know, I can say. Unbelievable. You said, you said like I'm gonna I had to take him, but like that time I didn't really have to take him. They all wanted it, and that's why we take him so deep. Like it's mm-hmm. not just. Uh, leaders on the team who are pushing everyone like all right you got to do this and this we did not have to tell them that they everybody knew, just knew. They, they knew they knew their role they knew what they had to do in order to beat those in order to, <laughs> to beat that team yeah um so it wasn't even easier on me as being as a leader 
But mm-hmm. like as I said, like I'm not big of a talk guy. I yeah. just I'm not gonna say a lot of things. I mean, my English is not that good, and I'm like I'm just don't like talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, like just in general, like motivating someone. I would rather mo- motivate them by showing how yeah how I play and like what I sacrifice. I mean, the old saying is actions speak louder than words, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I know when I was playing, I I looked up to you as being a guy, a four year guy, and somebody who's got who's got it all. You know, I mean, yeah. I know you you personally will think like you don't have it yet, but uh, from being from a guy being from the outside, I see like he's got that college commitment, he's got that NHL draft pick, and you would still work and practice. Like if you miss the net, you're getting on yourself. If you miss if you miss a pass, like you said, you're getting on yourself. You're not just taking it lightly. You're not like blowing it off and going, yeah. Oh, I'm already there. These guys can all come up to my level. I yeah. don't have to do this or that, but you still continue to work hard every day. Yeah. And I mean, I commend you for that with with full applause. I mean, that's thank you. A, um, an amazing thing from a from a player and from a leader on and off the ice. Yeah. Um, Tim, you got anything? I got one more question for me. Have anything before? I, we close out? Uh, no, I don't think so. But I, uh, I'll, I'll just I'll wait till after your question. All right, Tim, I got one final question for you. Favorite memory at Culver, <laughs> on, on the ice, off the ice, in the barracks, anything. But please try and keep it appropriate. If you, if you <laughs> so clearly no uh, Andrew Raymond stories. <laughs> yeah, clearly no Andrew Raymond. Andrew Raymond, Raymond you're a great guy. We lo- <laughs> we love you to death. I I know you're listening, but. Uh, Sometimes we, uh, you did some things we can't really share. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's too early for that. Maybe, maybe in the near future, like maybe in a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. A couple but, of years. All right. Um, you said on ice and off ice. It, it could anything, be anything. Just your favorite. Anything. There's a, mm, let me think. Wow. There's too many of them. There's too many memories that I... That's what we like to hear. I mean, while you're thinking about that, I just want to talk to you guys about, like, so beginning of this year, my dad said, uh, take a lot of photos. And I was like, I was like, Dad, I, I mean, I take a lot of photos as it is, but uh, my mom gave me my camera, or her camera, and I kind of adopted it, and I started taking photos of every event, and I, I couldn't be more thankful for that. Because now I, we've, I've got photos from... Every major thing that's going on in campus, and one of my favorite events from from us is when you got drafted. I've got 250 photos of just the boys just having an absolute time. I mean, I know that we get to. You said you got a lot of memories, and now we have the photos to kind of stay with us. So, if as we get older, our memory kind of begins to slip yeah. our, ourselves, we have those photos to back it up. My parents have always on me of taking pictures and telling them where I'm at, mm-hmm. what I'm doing, but like. I'm always forgetting about taking pictures. I'm like, oh god! They're like the first thing they ask me, "Did you take pictures?" I'm like, ah, oh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But uh, back to a favorite memory. Um, I'll go with both with on the ice and off the ice. Um, on the ice, uh, probably my favorite memory is um, my first weekend at Culver, my freshman year. As I said barely know anyone on the mm-hmm. team we've been uh, practicing together for like two weeks and here I'm coming out on the ice like with the first game and who I completely remember it was Madison Capitals U16 that year they were pretty good so mm-hmm. um, so a little bit of backstory uh, American hockey and Russian hockey completely different things in America the, the ice is smaller 
Mm-hmm. So there's much more contact. There's yes. a, the game is much faster, less space and all that. So I was like, God, I'm coming up from Russia right now from the big ice where I have all this time and time and space all the time. Like not a, not here, not at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God, I gotta gotta figure out how I'm gonna play. So first game, we unfortunately we lost two four. But I scored all, all, both goals for my team, so mm-hmm. it was like I was like, "Wow, okay." And then the next day is um, this is where my favorite on ice memory is that we're losing. Um, what was the score? I think we were losing two nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I score, um, I score a goal, and it's two one in the end of the second period. That that's about it. And then we transition into third period. The third period comes up, boom! I tie the game. It's two two. I'm like, wow, okay, I can do that. So and like, I think second or third shift of, of the of the third period, and I have a two on one, and I just rip it short. I rem- I have the video of that on my Instagram, and I just completely remember what happened. It was two on one. I go from my uh, from the right wing, and I'm a lefty, just short side top shelf, and that's my first Hattie second game Ew. of the second game oh, in America, Ew. and I'm like, yeah. wow, and it's three two, and then we have an empty netter, and we win the whole game, and I'm like, all right, I. I know who I am and I know how to play yeah. this game. So this is probably my favorite on ice memory. So you're telling me first weekend of Culver Hawk, you had five goals in two games. Yeah, Jeez. unbelievable, unbelievable. Sorry, Thank continue. <laughs> <laughs> and that off ice, this is there's too many off ice memories because all the time, if you're not in the rink, I'm with my friends, and when I'm with my friends, the most stupid, the most outrageous <laughs> things happens all the time. But um. I probably um, probably would go with the OG friends, uh, with like the first friends, with uh, Raymond, Watts, and Blake. And it's just like any time I'm with these guys, mm-hmm. freshman year, sophomore year, it's a memory that I will remember forever. Mm-hmm. It's just whatever we did. Like it was such simple things like throwing a lacrosse stick in the lake. Like it's so <laughs> dumb. Yeah. Like it's so dumb. But, but like, it, mean, it means a lot to you though. Yeah, which that's is, the thing. That's what it's all about. Not will everyone will get it. Like, yeah. Yes, we like, we would break stuff. But like, if you go to other school, they're like, why are you breaking stuff? Like, what the, what are you guys doing? Yeah. like, I don't know. It's just the culture in here. Yeah, it's just the memories that we create. That's yeah. how it we just do. makes sense. And so, just yeah, yeah it's a just thing. it is a core <laughs> thing. Like it's a banging thing. at banging at each other walls at like one a.m. for no <laughs> reason, yelling at each other. And then you see Spencer Weisman comes up in the room and just like, why you, is it you guys yelling and like banging in the walls? Which like no no no, but we hear that. What's going on? <laughs> he lives by <laughs> continuing doing the same thing. It's like Raymond and I on one side of the wall, and the other side of the wall it's Blake and Watts just banging at each other. Just yelling some random stuff. Why is he comes back in and room? Is it you guys? We're like, no, it's not us, dude. We're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. So just those memories, those little things, just gonna stay forever. Yeah, man. I mean, I I've got a few of those myself, and I'm sure yeah. Tim does as oh, well. Yeah. So, um, I, that's all I've got for you, Tim. I mean, I I'm really happy that you're able to join us here on the show tonight. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, boys. Yeah, it, really uh, glad you came out. Uh, so uh, tomorrow we find about find out about nineties at large bit, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, I think on behalf of I think the entire school here, yeah. Best of luck. We're Thank you. Really, really pulling for you guys to get one of those at large bids. We know you guys have what it takes to compete there. So on behalf of everyone, like good luck. Thank you. Absolutely appreciate it.
Um, well, that that concludes episode two of uh, After Taps the podcast. And uh, signing off from uh, 407, I'm Eric Marshall. Tim Flanagan. And Tim Spitzroff. Thank and, you. And uh, joining us here for sitting in today, we've got Davis Provost, Tyler Samadral, Ethan Stone, and uh, Garrett Littleton. Thank you guys for listening and tune in to uh, next week's episode, which will actually be uh, this Thursday, and we'll have a couple more uh, special guests. Uh, thank you and have a good night. Thank you.